Dom Adalberto Gresnich, whom I had met in Rome, had very kindly invited me to go into retreat for a short time in Ponte Cassino. We had several mutual friends, including Maurice Denis, who had just done his portrait. Dom Adalberto, who was of Dutch origin, spoke several languages equally well. A highly cultivated man, his conversation was captivating. I accepted his offer at once. The Order of Saint-Benoît is a hospitable order. That is, certain rooms and halls are set aside for travelers. But Dom Adalberto thought quite rightly that it would be more interesting for me to participate intimately in the monastic life. He therefore arranged for a cell to be put at my disposal, and for me to take my meals not with the tourists, but in the great refectory of the order. I expected to spend only three days at Monte Cassino, but these days were so instructive, the big cell had so fine a view, and the society of the Benedictines was so charming that I lingered with them for a whole unforgettable week. I should, upon entering the monastery, have paid my respects to the Reverend Father, but he was ill and sent word to me that he could not receive me at once. It was not until the morning of my departure that he permitted me to express my gratitude to him. This formality appeared to me to be a painful duty which, I admit, made me quite apprehensive, and it was tremblingly that I entered an enormous hall where the Reverend Father awaited me and where Dom Adalberto, who ushered me in, left me. The Reverend Father was extremely aged. Of German origin, he spoke Italian and French admirably, but what was I to say to him? He was in a big armchair, which his weakness prevented him from leaving. He bade me sit down near him, and his kindness was such that I quickly felt at ease. As soon as the first greetings were done with, we began to talk about music. I know that you love it, he said, and that you have been performing these last few evenings in the company of Dom Adalberto and some of our other people. I have much regretted not being able to be with you, for I too love music very much. I have been told that you have been able to put our mediocre piano to good use. I too played the piano, but for a long time I have had to give it up and content myself with reading without performing. Are you aware that reading music silently in this way and hearing it in imagination is a perfect joy? Yes, when I have to remain lying down, as often happens, it is not the church fathers or other books that I send for, but rather musical scores. He paused for a few moments, anxious to see whether I was following him. Then, and what do you think I send for? No, it's not Bach. It's not even Mozart. It's Chopin. And he added, that is the purest of music. The purest of music. That is quite right. Something I should have hardly dared say, and am anxious to shelter with all the authority of so important and so aged a religious dignitary. Surprising words, but they will be understood by those for whom the music of Chopin is not, or at least is not merely, that profane and brilliant thing which performers present to us in concerts. But the most surprising thing about those words is that they were uttered by a German, for it seems to me there is no music less Germanic. Had Barres been a musician, what a Lorrainer he would have made of Chopin in the name of his early Nancy origins. Though I may recognize in Chopin's work a Polish inspiration, a Polish spring, I am also pleased to recognize in this raw cloth a French cut.
a French fashion. Am I going too far? Let us suppose that there is nothing particularly French in the composition of his poems, but that rather continuous association with the French spirit, with French culture, led him to exaggerate the qualities of the Slavic genius that were precisely the most anti-Germanic. In like manner, the composer I wish to contrast with Wagner is not Bizet, as Nietzsche was fond of doing and not without spite, but Chopin. And if objection is made that there is a ridiculous disproportion with the enormous mass of Wagner, and that in comparison with his gigantic work, the work of Chopin seems incomparably slight, I shall answer that it is precisely in that respect that I first wish to contrast them, and that it is because of its enormousness that Wagner's work seems to me most Germanic.